from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, September 18th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Football is back, meaning most fans will have to settle for watching games in bars since they can't get into the stadium. But as Yolanda Harris reports, this is raising new concerns for health officials. Columbus Public Health Commissioner Dr. Mashika Roberts says she's most concerned not about what happens on the field, but what happens off the field with students holding watch parties. I am concerned about what would happen off campus, not only in bars and restaurants, but also in private residencies, whether your students or adults have parties at their homes as well. Well, Dr. Roberts told us health inspectors were out in full force checking to make sure bars are compliant with the state's health orders. She also has a warning. Don't let your enthusiasm ruin the season. I'm Yolanda Harris. Team leaders of the Ohio State Buckeyes say they're ready to do whatever it takes to make sure their abbreviated football season proceeds safely. More from Karina Nova. Quarterback Justin Fields says skipping the parties and social distancing is a small sacrifice to make to be on the field and that he's grateful for the opportunity to play. I, I never even thought of going to Ohio State and I'm here doing, doing what I love and of course uh, having success. So I, I'm a big believer in uh, everything happens for a reason. And I really was just putting all my faith in God. The Big Ten season is expected to start at the end of October. Karina Nova, ONN News. The Buckeyes got a huge lift last night when cornerback Sean Wade announced he's going to rejoin the team. More from Dave Holmes. Sean Wade originally said he was going to skip this season to prepare for the NFL draft when it looked like there would be no season. But now that the Buckeyes are back in the national championship picture, the team captain decided he still had work left to do here in Columbus. Sean Wade joins his teammate Wyatt Davis, who also changed his mind about the NFL once the Big Ten announced a return to football. After having my birthday dinner with a lot of fans, and friends and talking to them, it just hit me that it was like a sign from God, really. um, I'm proud to be back. I'm Dave Holmes. A teenager has been indicted in connection with the killings this month of a Cleveland police detective and an informant during what authorities say was an armed robbery. 18-year-old David McDaniel faces counts of aggravated murder, aggravated robbery, and other charges. Two males aged 15 and 17 have been charged with aggravated murder as well in Cuyahoga County Juvenile Court in connection with the September 3rd slayings. Authorities say the three suspects approached Detective James Skernovitz's unmarked car and fired rounds that killed the officer and informant Scott Dingus as they prepared for an undercover drug operation. Ohio's latest unemployment numbers are out. ONN's Dave James takes a closer look. The state's jobless rate for August was 8.9 percent, down from a revised 9 percent in July. The national rate is 8.4 percent. The Ohio Department of Job and Family Services says the state added 45,000 workers in August, but there are just over half a million unemployed out of a labor force of more than 5.6 million. At the peak of the economic shutdown, Ohio's unemployment rate was 16.8 percent in April. Dave James, ONN News. A school superintendent in southwest Ohio is speaking out about his district's handling of two football players who got into trouble over their tribute to police and firefighters. ONN's Steve Vaughn has more. 
The players were suspended from the Little Miami High School football team after waving the thin blue line and thin red line flags honoring police and firefighters when they came out of the tunnel last Friday night. After a nationwide outcry, the boys were reinstated. Superintendent Greg Power released a video saying the district is getting criticism and threats online. So stop sending the threats, those of you out there who are doing that. Stop trying to characterize the educators who are trying to do their best job to support the children of this community. Steve Vaughn, ONN. A suburban Columbus native has become a victim of the wildfires in Oregon. Mackenzie Bart has the details. Brett Burley, a native of Westerville, bought an RV bus and headed for Oregon to spend his retirement. Brett's new home has been the site of life-threatening wildfires. Just a few days ago, Brett was chased out of his RV by the flames with just the clothes on his back. He says, get out now. And I said, I gotta get some stuff. He said, no, get out now. We have no time. Brett later found out that his home was completely torched. Now Brett's son is trying to get him back on his feet and in a comfortable home. I'm Mackenzie Bart. And monitoring sewer systems is one way to get an idea of the level of coronavirus presence, and the state is using it. Angela Ann explains. Governor Mike DeWine says the coronavirus wastewater surveillance network is expanding. Now, it's been testing wastewater in more than 30 cities for gene fragments showing COVID-19. That testing will now expand to more than 50 locations over the next month. The goal here is to see where COVID might be clustering and prevent further spread of the disease. I'm Angela Special thanks to our affiliate station WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.